You're a real crumb bum. Can you feel that? Can you feel what's about to happen on this field, man? So now it's fourth and 26. You want Philly Philly? This is Miracle in the Meadowlands, number two. And the Eagles fan. The Eagles fan. Eagles fans everywhere. This is for you. What's going on, Eagles fans? Welcome to your favorite podcast on the internet and the best place to talk about the birds. I'm Eric, joined by my co-host Tom, and the Eagles have clinched a spot in the playoffs. Can you believe it? I was just wondering, is that good? Is it is it good to make the playoffs? Because I, I think it's a good thing. I'm not, I'm, I haven't been watching football for you know anything but all my life, uh, and I was curious if it's good to go from four eleven and one to nine and seven and make the playoffs in a year. Uh, after a two and five start, the fact that they were able to to do what they've done over the last couple games, and I know the competition wasn't great, but what good teams do is they beat bad teams. So I'm I'm very very impressed with this team as a whole, uh, specifically Nick Sirianni, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I there's not enough good things to say about this team, and and a, a lot of people will come out and try to detract it by saying who they played. Or, or when they played them, but at the end of the day, you play who's on your schedule, and a lot of people saw who we were playing this year and gave us four wins, gave us five wins, you know, gave us a roster that was ranked in the bottom five uh, with a quarterback out of the top 40. You know, it's been a, it's been a fantastic, fantastic week as, a, as an optimist Eagles fan uh, to just sit here and, and soak it all in and, and to go – and turn this team around the way that they have. It's a testament to Sirianni, the quarterback, the the GM. Everybody gets their flowers this week because when you outperform, that's what you get. I mean, and you and they all deserve it. Yeah, there's no doubt, man. So the Eagles did win. They beat Washington by a margin of twenty to sixteen, four point win. It was close. We thought it might be a little bit of a close game. Um, you know, that was a little bit of a revenge game for them. And then they tried to get revenge back on us. When their stadium tried to swallow our quarterback by dumping tons of Eagles fans on him, it just broke. It just the fucking gate just broke. People were falling all over the place. I saw that guy fall and, and land right in Jalen Hurts' arms, and I thought to myself, some people just just have all the luck. <laughs> he, he he got up in there, probably got a good good handshake with him, got free gloves, and all he had to do was almost break his neck at that shithole of a stadium. Class act Jalen Hurts too handled it really well. Oh yeah, yeah. He he didn't talk about it for like a day and a half, and then sent just the most absolutely perfectly written letter I've ever seen. You know, just just so nicely telling uh, the league that Dan Snyder stinks. And their stadium stinks. You're a crumb creep, lush coward. Straight crumb bum. Absolute crumb bum of the year. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but, you know, you got to thank him for one thing. He did field a team uh, that gave us two wins on this uh, on this hot little streak here. And uh, we're playoff bound, baby. We are. We are. And it feels good. Uh, let's Before we get too deep into the playoff things, let's go over a couple little news and notes things. Uh... Little gamesmanship by the Eagles, not allowing themselves to pop until the day after the game. Yeah, just so you know, I would never say anything. It's it's probably just a, a perfect universe where every single good Eagle uh, that you can think of happened to have COVID and now won't need to be tested for the next ninety days. So on Monday, following the game, we had twelve Eagles uh, all test positive for COVID and go on the COVID list. That includes Gennard Avery, Fletcher Cox, uh, Fletcher Cox, Marcus Epps, Dallas Goddard, Nate Herbig, Jordan Howard, Jason Kelsey, Avante Maddox, Rodney McLeod, Boston Scott, Alex Singleton, 
Jack Stoll, lots of names on there that you guys know very well. Lots mm-hmm. of big playmakers. Uh, we wouldn't have won in Washington last weekend without those guys. So good on you. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I thank you, COVID, for waiting until Monday. Uh, right. What, what are the odds? Uh, but uh, I think it's a, an interesting thing and something that uh, hasn't been talked about a lot, but the Eagles this year have, have really handled the challenge that the entire league uh, has been going through with COVID in, in great fashion. I mean, you think we haven't really been popped too many times by it. Uh, the the COVID list we've been in control of, and now knowing that 90-day rule, I don't think it's any accident that, you know, all these tests have popped in now. Basically, Dallas Goddard uh, and and other key players won't need to test without symptoms uh, until well after the Super Bowl if, if you make it that far. But just a, an interesting thing, and then you had this thing last week, I believe, or two weeks ago, where Jalen Hurts and, and Gardner Minshew were practicing or, or doing uh, QB drill uh, room things uh in different rooms yeah. talking via zoom and stuff like that just things that you would think you know multi-million dollar organizations would would do but you don't hear about them and you're hearing them out of the eagles which i was really impressed with so hat tip to the eagles for that as well yeah not really like a shocker that the eagles organization is kind of like on the cutting edge of things like this mm-hmm. they're they're like a pretty progressive organization i feel like in general um so i'm not shocked to see that we're not really putting up with the the dummy shit that guys like Aaron Rodgers or even Carson Wentz are out there doing. Yeah. Who yeah. who look like shit this week because he had fucking COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh just just a, a testament to this organization. Uh you know last year, if you would have asked me at this time, I was we were in a position where we were comparing uh Jeffrey Lurie to um Jerry Jones and you know we were bashing Howie and yeah, Howie did make quite a mess, but uh, when you zoom out now, uh, Ruben Frank has been posting quite a bit. I think there's been quite a few victory laps um, from a lot of folks, and one of the more interesting ones was I think the Eagles have made the playoffs since 1995. Uh, I want to say 16 times, which is uh, third in the league behind the Patriots. Uh, and Probably like the Steelers. Steelers. And uh, the the Eagles have made the playoffs four of the last five years, and the only team to do it more was the Chiefs, uh, who've done it every year since I think twenty seventeen. Well, I always felt like that was one of the reasons, like you, that we got so much flack mm-hmm. for the, the the Eagles because you'd be surprised how many teams haven't won Super Bowls. Like a third of the leagues never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, and Tom Brady's won about half of them. It feels like, you but know? it felt like it was like always a joke. It seems like it was always a joke about the Eagles, mm-hmm. and it. it it's because we were so good for so long. I mean, there was a period of time in our lives where, like, for, like, a decade, we would just wake up on Sundays and know we were beating somebody's ass. Like, we were we were winning 12 or 13 games a season for the better part of our youth. Yeah, no, so definitely. So being that dominant, that's that's why it was such a kick in the dick that we didn't win a Super Bowl. That's why they were able to target us that way. And we're used to that. Yeah. And we won it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's exactly true. Like, you know, a year a year down, uh, we, we don't we – don't, uh, react to it well because at this point we've expected greatness and I think uh I think the Eagles are are, are certainly in a lot of, uh, a better position than a lot of other teams in the league so I think we're we're rather lucky and when you zoom out after a year like last year it just feels good to be able to look at all those stats and realize that last year hurt so bad because we really don't suffer through things like that too often. Yeah, and you know, speaking of speaking of um 
guys that look really good in the game. I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know I, I how I was transitioning. Sometimes when you when you type in the word Jalen Hurts on your computer and you see him, he takes your breath yeah. away. So I, I know, I know. It must have been. I, that's, yeah. that's exactly You it. said something that wanted me to lead into Jalen Hurts because I wanted to talk about the game, and I just fucking totally forgot where the segue was. But let's talk about Jalen Hurts because I, I have something to Thought say. You'd never ask. I have something to say about Jalen Hurts. This week wasn't his most statistically – like jump off the page, great game. Uh, he did not have a touchdown this week. He was seventeen for twenty six for two hundred and fourteen yards. You know, uh, ninety QB QBR. That's pretty good. You know, it's not amazing, but it's it's good. And you know, if you just read a stat sheet on Monday, you may think it wasn't a good performance. There's been lots of times, even this year, that you've shown me a stat sheet, and I've said to you, yeah, but I watched the game, and he Mm -hmm. didn't pass the eye test. This week defied the stat sheet because I thought he was, I thought he played his best game of the year. I thought he looked better this week than he did against Denver when I thought he had, I mean, everybody knew he had a great game in Denver. He had that pass to Devontae Smith, and he had, you know, lots of good, lots of good balls he threw. This week, I thought he looked so good because he didn't leave anything on the field. It seemed like every opportunity we had, he was taking. It seemed like he wasn't making mistakes. He wasn't making bad decisions. He was hanging in the pocket when he should have. I mean, that one ball he threw to Goddard with a man in his chest, Mm -hmm. it it was like an out route. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And then he kept the drive alive, uh, scrambling to the right, crossed his body to the middle of the field, Greg Ward, on a play where he didn't know the call and he had to he had to put it yeah, in himself. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought he was excellent this week. Yeah, he really. I think that was one of his best games, if not, you know, I think it's in the top five for sure. I I thought every single and and to to put uh you know some of the I guess the background of the game to it, it was you know easily the most important game he's ever had in his NFL career. I mean, oh, you win this game, you're making the playoffs. Without uh, a doubt, you know, and. In that position, in, against a divisional rival, in a in a win and make the playoff situation, he only get, went out there and put out his best performance that we've seen outside of maybe two games, you know, this year. And it's just uh, he's so easy, and and it happened last year to me, and I fell hello, <laughs> I fed, I fell. Yeah, now he's got me. I can't even talk right. He you had, it, you're you know, turning red. I I know, I know. Uh, you know, I fell head over heels for the guy, and to to see him just continue to uh, develop week in and week out after a rough start, you know, turning into the player that I had been hoping him to be and continue uh, to to grow week in and week out, and now this team's a playoff team. It's just an amazing situation to be in as a Jalen Hurts stand, and uh, I'm excited to see, uh, you know, what they can do against, uh, I guess, uh a little more competition in the playoffs, but uh, there's just been, you know, there's just something about him that makes him so easy to root for. It's it's just it's just been a great great year, great week uh, after that terrible two and five start. Yeah, I think it's always been about what's to come with Jalen Hurts, and when you watched him earlier in the season, and at times, you know, late in the season, but the issue was always, yeah, he can make plays, and he can do things with his legs. But eventually, the issues will come with his play style. What I saw this week was like the antithesis. 
he he didn't throw a bunch of touchdowns. He didn't run three touchdowns in like he mm-hmm. get a, he did against. He did that to somebody. Who did he do that to? He had three the against Saints. I think so. Yeah. Well, whatever. But he mm-hmm. he he was athletic when he needed to be athletic. He made the right decisions when he needed to make good decisions. He hung in the pocket when he needed to hang in the pocket. The touchdowns will come if you do those fundamentally good things and you use your athleticism as a tool as opposed to a crutch. And I thought this was the first week that I can remember, or not the first week, but this was the best example of him doing that. And I was very, very, very excited about what I saw from him this past week. Yeah, and and it's it's kind of like a trend up throughout the whole year. It's just it's QB progress is not linear, but you can see it when you zoom out now. And, and a lot of the uh, – I think the national media is taking a little more notice of him. One of the one of the interesting stats I saw, I, I, I wrote down so many Jalen Hurts stats that I just I'm gushing over. Uh, since the Giants game, how about he's fifty four for eighty one, sixty seven percent clip. He's got seven hundred and nine yards, three passing TDs, two rushing TDs, and one interception, and that's the one that bounced off of uh, Dallas Goddard's ankle, a one hundred and one point three passer rating. So after his worst game of his career, he's only turned around and, and improved and looked better and better and better. And it's just – it's one of those things where I, I I was not under the impression of how young he was until that started to come up this week too. That yeah, he's, that he he's is the 23. Young, he's 23 years old. He's the youngest Eagles quarterback uh, to start a playoff game. He's younger – then Carson Wentz was when he debuted, debuted in the end. You know, when you get on a hot streak and you just hit, <laughs> you're doing hit a, great. You're doing you great. Hit a car crash uh, when he debuted in the league, and it's just it's just crazy because I I feel like I've been watching Jalen Hurts uh, for like the better part of a decade because it's uh, you know or a better part of five years, half a decade because he's been you know at Alabama since he was 18. He took that year off. It just feels like I've been hearing about Jalen Hurts for the longest time. So it's interesting. To to realize just how young he is, yeah. I well, I, I was looking. You know, he would be. He's the same age as Kenny Pickett. Yeah, same age as Kenny Pickett. We've talked about Kenny Pickett a lot, and he, they're the same age. They're both mm-hmm. twenty three years old. So, you know, I I don't know, man. Again, like I'm confused by Jalen Hurts because I was so impressed with him this week. Yeah, and I want him to continue to do those things that he did this past week. You know. I still want to see him improve. I want to see the timing mm-hmm. improve on the deep ball. Sometimes he's just the tick too late. But the accuracy's gotten a little better this year. I mean, he threw some balls from the pocket, not just like scrambling to the right and makes an accurate throw. He threw some balls from the pocket with pressure in his face this week that I thought were insanely accurate throws. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas Goddard always seems to be on the receiving end of that, by the way. That's, oh, yeah. He's really emerged as his favorite like his favorite target. And, and I do think, we said this a few weeks ago, we're like a year out from him being, like people talking mm-hmm. about him in the top three. Yeah, I think I think outside of like our South Philly Slime Balls League and our uh, our different, you know, the, the TPS League and things like that, I think he will be like the guy who's like, oh, he's the tight end to get this year. And there's no way any of us are going to get them, get him early with the people we draft. Like Boom, if you listen to this, I don't know if he's if he's. We a, usually he listen to it together on oh, Thursdays. Yeah. Boom, 
I know you're drafting him. In oh, the second he's round. taking him. He's in the taking second round. him. He's taking Jalen. He's ta- like his first three picks. He may. Have. He's not taking Jalen. He hates him. Uh, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> no, <laughs> he can... hates him. But he is taking Goddard early. He's Yo, taking Smith, Sanders, Boston I, Scott. I won't have an opportunity to get Smith next year because <laughs> no, he's no taking chance. him in the first round. <laughs> no chance. But yeah, it's been it's it was it was an impressive game. And what what I think makes it impressive isn't like blowing up a stat sheet, as you were saying, but he showed things that we keep going in and out, like week in and week out, like can he progress through reads? And then you watched him progress through not one, two, three, but he went through three reads and then went back to Goddard. That was on that play that you yes, were talking about. Yes, I know exactly he's, what you're talking he's about. He's keeping his eyes downfield. I watched field. Dan Orlovsky's Twitter too, Dom. Yeah, Dan Orlovsky's. Oh my god, it's just been a great it's been a great week of just listening to people hype him up. It's, I have lived on breaking the birds all uh, year. Yep. Yep. I I would kill to get that guy on this show. Yeah, yeah. I've, I listen. If anyone knows him and wants to slide into his DMs and say get on the Philly Specialist, please do that. Yeah, because we've already gone into his DMs. He didn't leave us on red. He just didn't read it. That makes so, me feel better, uh, not know, worse. Hey, yeah, that does. That that Ooh, makes, makes me feel, me feel, feel way better. If you're like a media professional that. That works for us pro bono. Yeah, and you, you want to get on that. You want to really own your keep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I put underneath playoff bound Dom Salvato, Jalen Hurts, Kiss Fest. I think I think I've hit it. I think I've I've hit my quota. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say: Jalen Hurts in the red zone uh, this season, thirteen passing touchdowns, one interception, nine rushing TD, uh, TDs, and a one hundred two point seven uh, passer rating. Been so, good in the red zone. It's cool. It's cool. It's, no denying that. It feels good, and I feel like I should doubt him next week because every time I do that, he takes my face and rubs my nose in it. You and, think he plays next week? I don't think they start. Uh, I don't, no. I, so, so next Wednesday at Tap Room, I will say, I doubt Jalen Hurts in this big game, and then he'll rub my nose in it when oh, we okay. upset. Well, then uh, uh, let's, we play. let's just get right to that then. Let's, let's make that announcement now. You may have heard, if you have a Facebook or an Instagram or you talk to us or anything, next Wednesday night we are really excited because we're going to have our first ever live recording of a podcast. That's going to be a Tap Room on 19th, on the corner of 19th and Rittner. Pete. The owner and operator of Tap Room is so gracious to allow us to record in there. We're really excited. If you're a fan, or if you live in the area, or if you don't like us, you want to come like yeah. settle the beef. Come out to Tap Room yeah, on nineteenth Wednesday at seven o'clock. Howie Roseman, yeah, I did Howie say Roseman. I was going to fight you <laughs> if you want to get your shit rocked. <laughs> Uh, come that would on be down. Great. And the best thing about it is because we've drank there so many times. Uh, when I throw up because I have so much anxiety uh, of doing this. It won't even be like the fifth time I've thrown up in that No, bathroom. I've thrown up there so many <laughs> and times. I always clean up, Pete. I always clean up. You would never even know I puked in there. But this week you, you may because it's going to be explosive. <laughs> uh, so, so, you know, uh, going into it, I, I'm sure we'll have more to talk about next week when we do find out who we want to play. But I, I do want to ask you right now, it looks like uh, the highest percentage team we will play will be Tampa Bay. You know, but as you can tell by the ridiculous charts by uh, Dennis Selman, uh, there's a there's a few different outcomes if the Eagles lose this week where they won't play uh, Tampa Bay. Is there a team that you have circled uh, that you would prefer, or, or, or is it just you know whoever we play, we play? Um, I kind of feel like whoever we play, we play. I know right now. I read today there's an 83 percent chance mm-hmm. that we play Tampa, and funny enough, I've heard a lot of people say that they want Tampa. 
out of everyone, which to me is insane. I don't care that they lost AB. I don't care that they lost Godwin to injury. I don't care. I cannot imagine a world where I say, gee, I hope I get to play Tom Brady in the first round of the playoffs. Like, no thank you. Yeah. Miss me with that. I don't want I don't want the defending Super Bowl champs with the best run defense in the league. Yeah. You know, Tampa when, in Tampa, week in one Tampa. of the playoffs, led by Tom Brady. Uh-uh. I'm, I think I'm good. Uh so it looks like there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine nine variables here, and about five of them we play Tampa, and then there's Arizona, two situations where we play the Rams, and one where we play Dallas. Wow, there's only one possible situation we could play Dallas? Yeah, uh, Dallas wins, San Fran wins, Seattle wins, and Carolina wins. I know it's impossible, but the only team I want to see is San Fran. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what? I am not afraid of the Rams or Arizona as like a like when you think of like a, a team that I think is going to go all the way. I think they're good teams. I just I haven't seen like superhero Matt Stafford that was going on earlier in the year. Arizona's really hurt, and after they lost uh, um, Hopkins, Hopkins, and and yeah, they beat Dallas this week, but that's another team. Dallas doesn't seem to have their offense together, and there's only one team that out of all like the struggling teams, yeah. even with Tampa Bay struggling, like say they're struggling, they're the team that I think Tom Brady goes into it and goes, all right, now that's enough. Now it's time, and they've won championships together, and they, you know, it's a, it's a. It, yeah, it doesn't take it's much scary. for Brady to fix it because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, maybe maybe you can stop. If you play the Rams, maybe you rely on, on Darius Slay and you say, take Cooper Cup out of the game mm-hmm. and, and we'll try to figure out the rest. You know, if you're going to play Arizona, you know, maybe you say, bottle up Kyler Murray. Yep. Like, there's an answer. Mm-hmm. The Rams are tough. Fournette is playing really well this year. He's been pretty good all year. Um, I think he had COVID last week or something. Yeah, I but think, he, yeah. He'll be back. The Rojo even is not a bad player, even yeah. though he got overshadowed a little bit. I know they lost a couple wide receivers, but you know, if if Darius Slay is going to lock up Mike Evans, which yeah. with Evans, I think he's a little hurt right now, could happen. Who? What are you going to do about Gronk? Yeah, it's gonna it. It's there's no. I mean, at the end of the, there's no easy route for the Eagles, and what I think. I want most is to just see them play competitive football against any of these teams. And I think that I, I really do believe they belong to be in the playoffs after seeing what the turnaround. And I think they can give any of these teams a game. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say the Eagles are our favorites in any of these situations, but I would say probably in every single one of them, I give the Eagles like a 25% chance of winning. Oh yeah. I think that's like, fair. I mean, I would say that no team is like where I go, Oh, well I see a 50, 50 chance against, so-and-so versus the other team. Yeah, I mean, listen, we played San Fran earlier in the year, and we're not going to play San Fran in the playoffs, I understand that, but we played them tough, and honestly, we gave that game away. Mm-hmm. We should have won that game. We had, we had opportunities to win that game. Uh, we got our asses whooped by Dallas, but that's a divisional game, and mm-hmm. things change in division very quickly. Dallas is skidding right now. Arizona's skidding right now. The Rams are having trouble. They're not being consistent. We even played Tampa tough a little bit. Yeah, they, they they put a little scare in them, and and this is all all the losses that you you were touching on too. Those were early in the season, and they're not the same team that they were then. That's true. What I'm very interested to see uh, against any of these situations is 
Jonathan Gannon's defense against a good offense. And <sighs> I'm sure next week we'll be talking about, uh, you know, in, in, in more detail. But that that was something I wanted to touch on in terms of, like, do we really have a preference? And at this point, no. I, 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 I'll play who we play, and, yeah. and I'm just happy that, you know, we're getting free football. Speaking of Jonathan Gannon's defense, I – God, I don't like him. I don't like the guy. I, I mean, God – Heineke looked good for a little bit last week. Like he looked like a good player. The first half they put up sixteen points, and then but but what he does is like for the first half they put up sixteen points. It looks scary. They're moving the ball at will. They don't score a point for the the rest of the game. But it was so weird because they were fine. Like it felt like they were bringing pressure. I can think of like three or four instances in the first uh, in the first half mm-hmm. where like they would get pressure. Like Josh Sweat or Derek Barnett are bearing down on Heineke, but there was a busted coverage. And so he would he would turn around and make some like miraculous play. They did it like four times yeah. in the first half. And it was just like, oh man, like even when even when it works, it doesn't fucking work. Like something's wrong. You know, they did figure it out. They got him bottled up and they they, they got it worked out. But you, listen, you cannot afford to allow Tom Brady, Matt Stafford, Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray to have a half of unadulterated offense and then hope you can come back. You can't do it. Yeah, because they're, I mean, unlike the Washington football team, they will put up 24, 28 points on you if you if you make it easy on them. And, th- I mean, that's what I'm most excited for the playoffs is because we're going to see, is this defense really improved from what they were earlier in the year? Or was it the quarterback play? H- has Jonathan Gannon really earned that head coach? You know, I don't think it's... Legitimate. Me I, I, neither. I'm sure I don't know where that came or something, from. But if if that is the case, and he really, you know, if he can bottle up, quote bottle up, and I'm saying like 28 points from Tampa is to me bottling them up. I would say, you know, I'm very excited for next year. Like this playoff uh, game will kind of tell you a lot, but I, I don't want to get too far into it because I'm so I'm still so gassed up. And by this time next week, when I'm on my fifth beer at Tap Room. We're winning the whole. We're winning the whole damn thing. I mean, it's 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 going to be like that. Like I'm a normal person right now, but four days from a playoff game, forget about it. Yeah, yeah. And another thing I want to talk about. Um, a lot of people want to talk about power ranking. You know, the uh, different teams you want to play. I want you to power rank Monday night football playoff game, Sunday football game, Saturday football game. One, two, three. Sunday, Monday, Saturday. Sunday, Monday. Wow. I'm Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Well, actually, it's Martin Luther King Day that Monday, so I, I'm fine with Sunday as well. Oh, do, are we like – I thought you just meant like a general – like vanilla, Sunday, Monday, Saturday. No, no. So the playoff – You mean this week, like specific to ne- the Martin Luther King Day situation? Next, so so super wild card weekend, they're going to have two games on Saturday, three games on Sunday, and one game on Monday. What Like what games do you want – like if you had to rank it, right? So, I and it is Martin Luther King Day. So, this, well, you're already off. Like on Sunday night football, just like feels right to me. Like that I seven love playing start. that that primetime Sunday game mm-hmm. is like because <clears throat> I'm off on Mondays, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm just an animal when it's Eagles Sunday night, and everybody else is also an animal, but they got to pay the price. Not me. I don't yeah. get up till eleven. <laughs> Feels know, good, man. As I'm saying that, I just realized that Saturday I think, games suck. I think it's a Saturday game. Now that I just 
Galaxy yeah. Brain Mice. They they moved us to Saturday, so they're going to put the Dallas game because they know that it's almost a virtual impossibility that the Eagles play the Cowboys. So they're going to put the Eagles Saturday, so Saturday. That we don't have a short week. So we don't have a short week or <sighs> Dallas. Probably right. I, it, I mean, that's the only, because you're not going to put Dallas. You're not going to put two NFC games on on Saturday. So yeah, and I, when they first did that, I was so confused because I'm like. What like why? Like, I hate that Monday. I hate why, that Monday. Why would you like flex a game into prime time where both teams are probably going to be resting starters? Mm-hmm. So there's going to be six playoff. Ga- Man, if we, I'm going to be sick if we're the Monday game. That's my least favorite of the three because then I have to work on Tuesday. Yeah, but at least Monday is like the I don't light. know, like Monday night football. Like yeah, you get, you get that. There's some juice. You get some. You know, you get that fucking song. Mm-hmm. Who does Monday night? Is it Carrie Underwood? Carrie Underwood does Monday or she, does, she, does she do Sunday? I've been waiting all day for Sunday night. That's Carrie Oh, Underwood. that's Carrie Underwood. I'm yeah. sorry. So I'm looking here at like potential you laser remember, seeds. Who was the ZZ Top dude that used to do it? ZZ Monday ZZ night Top. football! Garth Brooks? No. Uh, who's the guy? Come on, the dude with the beard. ZZ Top. Rob. Rob. Rob Zombie? Rob Zombie. There it is. Robbie Meat Sweats. Robbie Meat Sweats. I don't know. I'm looking at these games. Arizona-Dallas on Monday night. Now, that's a game. That's a game that the people really want to see on a Monday night. And you just throw the Eagles on Saturday or Sunday. Sunday, preferably, because then we could... They don't think we can win. Yeah, so then you're just going to throw you somewhere. Yeah. No, it's not a Monday night game. All right, I've talked myself out of the Eagles playing on Monday and ruining my Tuesday. Uh, But, yeah, so I, I would power rank it Sunday, Saturday, Monday. Okay, of games. I, I, I like Monday better than Saturday. Not not the early slot on Saturday. That's that's like down there with Monday. I just feel like you get relegated to Saturday. If like, you're, well, you have to be the Houston. Te- I don't know what they're going to do this year. I guess Houston didn't make the playoffs last year. But what are they going <laughs> to do? Uh, they did not. They did not. Well, <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do without the Houston Texans on a Saturday football. Like playoff football just feels like Houston Texans losing in disappointing fashion. To somebody, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. That's like like how are you going to play in London if it's not the Jags? Right, exactly. You know what I mean? That's how I feel. So, so that I mean that's a uh, that's that's a uh, that's what we're looking forward to. I mean, I'm excited to talk next week when we do know who we're playing when we're playing. Uh, excited to have you guys out there uh, and get hammered uh, on a Wednesday night. That'll be great. I'll have to explain to my boss why I look so bad the next day. Um, we are going to be in bad shape. That's so, true. So, a quick, quick little roundup to to the NFC East. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals beat Dallas. We beat Washington, and the Giants are a joke. And I think they're going to keep Joe Judge, which is even more funny. Like they're just they are just a a, a dumpster fire of a team. Um, I'm stalling now because I need Eric to press the draft. Button. Oh, is it draft time? I think I think that's a segue into me. <laughs> that's not a segue if I just say it's draft time. Yeah, no, I think it counts as a segue. segue. It's draft time. Is there? A, ooh, I'm gonna have to go get my sweatshirt. Thank there's God, a I remembered in this house. Uh, is there? No, it's fine. It's, it's, it's actually there is somewhere it, in this basement because I'm always cold as a motherfucker down yeah, here. Yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's a little chilly, but it feels okay. Um, 
Talking about the the drafts, uh, the Miami Dolphins, with their loss last week to Tennessee, fell out of the playoffs. They were eliminated. Their pick can go as low as 10, as high as 16, um, but it seems like most likely they're going to be sitting at that 14 number. Eagles uh, are looking primed to pick 32nd uh, after winning the Super Bowl and going on a magical run. Yes. Indy. Feels likely. Indy is right now slotted in that 19 to 32. They are uh, currently winning in, and they're in the playoffs. Uh, if they lose, there's there's only like one scenario where they would make the playoffs. So you are somehow rooting for Jacksonville. Uh, it doesn't seem likely, but... Uh, uh, here's a little fact that I read this ooh. week. The Colts haven't beat Jacksonville in Jacksonville in like something like eight years or some something crazy. Feels like it's just going to happen. Yeah, no, I don't think that Jacksonville's going to win this game. Interestingly enough, you guys may have heard this week there was some talk about it. If Indy loses, mm-hmm. there is a game this week between the the Las Vegas Raiders and the Chargers. And if they were to tie, both teams would make the playoffs, Indy would not. What would you do in that situation? I guess they, they If I'm the coach of one of those two teams, and you're the coach of the other, and you call him and you're like, you kneel it out, I, I'm very tempted. I think, because think about it, you're resting your starters, you're getting the benefit of that week 18 off, all you're doing is running out the clock. I think the NFL would have a conniption. It would be like, you thought the Eagles last year playing a meaningless game in the last game of the year. Oh, uh, no. Oh, sit- they would freak. Oh, my God. The the try-hard Twitter would be talking about, you know, you know the people who get upset when kids don't play It's about the game. respect from the game. Got to play the game. Yeah, they don't play the game the way we used to. You know, got to play bowl games. Got to play the goal. Got to play the, the Jimmy Kimmel uh, d- d- PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. I mean, I get it. I know. I know that it's not right. But I'm just saying, it's for the betterment of your team, right? right? Imagine, like, I get you, like, hey, you don't have to play this week, so no injuries. Guaranteed. You no get a bye, and you are in this, and you make it to the playoffs. If I'm a coach and I want to play in the playoffs, that's a hard time. You, I have a hard time saying no to that. That would be one of the most electric football games of all time. Because, like, I could see, like, one of the teams just at, like, the last play, like, oh, tried to get you. Didn't work though. Little fake Neil. <laughs> Little fake Neil on the last play after we've seen that in Philly. Yeah, yeah. Just at the on the last play after the worst game of all time uh, to fake Neil it. So uh, I guess I guess we'll find out. I, I don't feel great about Jacksonville winning that game, but they are uh, in a position to play spoiler, and that uh, will. So we don't have like fantasy to talk about because it's week 18 the egg bet seems to i be would null. like to talk about fantasy <sighs> what, what, what do you have to say we about? allowed panvini to win yeah yeah what happened well he had the first overall pick so you know he had that going for him this this year has been one of the goofiest years of fantasy of all time at my worst year my i, I haven't was had awful. fun i i honestly was kind of checked out of it this year for sure yeah, I think this year will be interesting um, just to to see if I can still be a kook about it with the podcast. I probably w- very much will be. Um, so that should be interesting. Fantasy football stinks uh, unless you win. Uh, 
other than that, it's the worst. It's just single. constant pain. Yeah, yeah. And and like at one point, like when if you win a league, you find yourself in a situation where you join like seven more, and you just are like, all right, this is. And then you just hate. Yeah, it. you're like, well, I don't even know what to root for anymore. Yeah, I've so, been I've been really hating it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the official notes is fantasy. Fuck, fuck, fuck myself. <laughs> uh, so, so just uh, talking about the draft picks. If you parlay Jacksonville and New England, it's like plus a thousand, and it's the Eagles' uh, draft pick booster bet. Is this a bet? Bet. Really gets the people going. Yeah, I think so. Uh. So now we are stalling for our special guest. Oh wait, wait! Eagles yeah, we, versus Dallas. Yeah, we have, we have, we're not ready we are for that not, yet. We are, we are, we are not stalling. Eagles play Dallas this week. Who cares, right? Uh, I don't. I do really? because the Eagles play fucking Dallas this week, and nothing would make me happier than the Eagles' second team beating Dallas's second team. Because you know what that means? Depth. We do have depth. We do have depth. <laughs> you gotta have depth to win in this league. Well, it's okay. a long season. Guys get Mike, hurt. Mike McCarthy, Mister Genius, says he thinks he may send his guys out there play. They they want that. Uh, well, they, they want, may be playing for seeding. Maybe uh, it's very unlikely that they end up in the second seed. Like I think they need a lot of stuff to break their way. Uh, there's send them out. So yeah, they're uh, they are a. I hope we break. Lots of kneecaps. They're two seed if uh, the Cowboys win, San Fran wins, Seattle beats Arizona, and Carolina beats Tampa Bay. Then they're the two seed. Pretty unlikely. Pretty unlikely. But then we would play them. But I do think it's interesting because there's a couple guys who are going to get some playing time this week that I think you know we should watch. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. I'm interested to see uh, Kenny Gainwell maybe get more snaps. I'm interested to see uh, Zach McPherson get some more snaps and see where he's at. Yeah, uh, I, I'm interested to see Dillard play a little bit, get a little more hype to him because he is. I mean, he's he's, he's 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 trade bait. You can turn him into something, uh, maybe in in the draft. Uh, I I just it's hard to justify holding on to him because he's not going to really. I don't think he's going to want to sign as a backup. He's going to want an opportunity to play somewhere. So instead of losing him altogether, I, I would definitely. Uh, like to see if you can help his stock a little bit because he did look good a little bit when he had to play, um, and see if you can flip him for somebody like, like ooh boom, like Dillard and a third for newly available wide receiver Calvin Ridley. Have you heard this? I yeah, but I I just assumed it was speculation. Well, it probably is, but it's fun when it's Calvin Ridley on the Eagles. Uh yeah, I mean I. I want I've, that I've, to happen. I, I said I would get Roll Tide tattooed on my ass if I can have Devontae Smith, Jalen Hurts, Calvin Ridley. Ooh, God, just sounds right. Dallas Goddard. They do desperately need a wide receiver. If they can, and I think you want to get a guy who's like established. Like I don't. There's there's some talent coming out at wide receiver in the draft, but I just there you, is. I'm scared to draft wide receiver because it hits so well with Smith. But thinking outside of Smith, it's like. Rager and JJ Arcega Whiteside and Nelson Aguilar and just just player after player after player where the, the, we just don't seem to scout wide receiver well. So I'd rather just like get the finished product and then go draft like two more linemen. 
I'm okay with signing a one and not drafting one. Yeah, I'm that's, fine that's with that. That's my preference. I still, I still love Allen Robinson for yeah. the Eagles. I think that's like a very um, discount. Discount. I mean, now. you're going to get him cheap. Mm-hmm. It, it's. It reminds me of like the Alshon signing. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, he's a little older than Alshon was when we signed him. I think. I've. I have no idea how Allen Robinson feels like he's been in the league forever. He's, well, I mean, he was with Blake Bortles. Bortles. Yeah. Bortles has been away for, what, three years? Mm-hmm. So he was here for a few years prior to that, three, four years. So he's probably six or seven years in the league. Yeah. Yeah. And, and talented player, Godwin, Ridley. I mean, I, that, that's what I'm thinking. Devontae Adams, need it. There's no – I mean, I wish, but there's no way, dude. If, if, if the Eagles can't win the Super Bowl, Green Bay wins the Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers retires off into the sunset, they know that they're rebuilding – they let him walk, and then the Eagles get him. I think Rodgers just – I know he played there again, but I think he hates it, and he hates it enough to go be a Viking. Go spite somewhere, yeah. Like, I'll be puking and throwing <laughs> up and crying. Ew, it's going to be bad. I just, I, I just want him to be done so that I can uh, not worry about him playing my team. Yeah. I, Brady, too. Wrap it up, dude. Yeah, come on. You know, it's really – Enough's you, enough. You stop making it all about yourself. Yeah, he is a selfish motherfucker. Seriously, how many Super Bowls do you really need? I guess if you ask me that, I would say all of them. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he yeah. needs to stop worrying about himself. Uh, also, I uh, want to focus on Miller Lite at the Dallas Eagles game because it is a Saturday game. I'm off Sunday. Uh, <laughs> going to get hammered for it, probably. That's what I would imagine. Of course. Where, and where are we going to be? I don't know. Do we have a place yet? Tap room tap room one nineteenth. I knew it was a layup, and I got I got scared. You got a whole thing there. Tap room on nineteenth, where we'll be next Wednesday and Saturday, probably other days too. Yeah, and you too could be a bar that we want to go to. All you have to do is ask us. Yeah, just hit us. (laughs) We're not hard to find. Honestly, we're all over social media. Very easy. It's very easy. It's very easy. Uh, I don't have an egg bet this week. I don't. I don't want to eat an egg uh, over a game where we're resting starters. It feels inappropriate. So yeah, I'll save my egg bet for next week. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Um, I think the playoff egg bet's pretty simple, and mm-hmm. we'll talk about it again Wednesday night, seven o'clock at Tapper. at Taproom on nineteenth. Uh, if the Eagles win a fucking playoff game. I will eat a raw egg, baby. I will, I will eat a raw egg. I will yeah. certainly eat a raw egg. And guess what? I think they got a shot. I think I might get salmonella. This might be the one that gives me salmonella. Yeah. I feel like a fool because this is the one where I'm like, this is the one. Like, we're, like you get that funny feeling. Like, we're, you, the Eagles uh, bring out a special demented version of myself yes. where I'm convinced that in, in the face of no evidence, I just say to myself, they could do it. Why, why not? Why not? Why not us? Right? Hard to play against a team that runs the ball this well. You know they're peaking at the right time. That's true. A team that can run for two fifty on you can beat you. Breaks your will. Breaks your will. You know teams teams turn in a corner, and you know everyone else falling apart. It's like that scene in uh, the Wedding Center singer, where he's like. Uh, no, I saw The Wedding Center. The Wedding Center. That was an starring, ABC Family movie, I yes, think. Yes, yeah. They couldn't get Adam Sandler, so they got David Spade, and they just <laughs> did the same exact movie, but with David Spade. 
and all the other actors they kept because they could afford those. You know, if they made that remade that with David Spade, I would not say it. I would I would see it. No, not even for the straight to Netflix. Not even for the meme. I wouldn't see it. (laughs) And we got a very cool guest on today's podcast. You know him from the Anthony Gargano show, so it's pretty simple. You guys get it. Uh, he's on every day on 97.5, Monday through Friday from 10 to 2. Anthony Gargano, we really appreciate you getting on the podcast with us today, man. Thank you so much. What's up, E? You ready, man? I'm ready, <laughs> baby. I'm ready. We got playoffs, man. I can't. Can you believe it? No, honestly, I, I thought that they were a 6-7 win team. I, I did not foresee playoffs. I mean, it's fun. It's like a you know what it is? I view it like a gift. Under the tree that's left over. Yeah. Yeah, you just kind of come across it, man. You just kind of come across it. You know what? Is the talent level on this team underrated, or is Sirianni just a much better coach than people anticipate it? No, that's a great question because I'll tell you, I like Sirianni a lot. I, I, really, I think Nick is a professional coach. You know what was interesting? Like I, I watch how they react to him. They were a professional coach. Remember, it's his first go-around. And I've seen a lot of first-year coaches who failed in a lot of areas. And he's not only a a first-year coach, but he's also a first-year offensive coordinator, right? So to be able to run an offense, call plays, and direct this team, because I don't think defensively they're that good. I don't think they have a lot of talent defensively. The fact that they were able to make the playoffs, I think is a testimony to Sirianni. And, and quite frankly, let's talk about this a little bit. He, he's he got a great offensive line. He's got a legitimate weapon in Devontae Smith yes. and Dallas Goddard, and they can run the ball. And I love Jalen as a kid. Like, he's a great leader, but he really severely lacks arm strength, right? So he's not even running an offense that he wanted to run. He created this offense, and I think that's the mark of a good coach. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you. I, I, a lot of guys were calling for his head after, like, you know, three, that four, five, five weeks, start, which was insane to me. And now here yeah. we are all this time. And I know you and me have both kind of had our doubts. We've we've spoken about Jalen Hurts. We've had our doubts. Yep. Now, Dom here is the world's biggest Jalen Hurts fan. The biggest. Oh, yo, Dom. You love yep. you, Jalen. Lo- love my Jalen. Love my Jalen. We, uh, we spent cool. about a half hour of this podcast today just me gushing over his stats over the last couple of weeks and kind of the uh, the step up he's shown uh, over over the second half of this season and and just uh, fooling myself into believing that he's the guy. That's all right. Listen, that's half the you know fun. What? Yeah, it is half the fun. <laughs> and I will tell you, listen, he's one of the greatest guys. He's a gr- wonderful kid. And look, he's shown you something, right? Like I look at at Sunday and the throw to Greg Ward, mm-hmm. something else, is, right? I, he kept his eyes downfield, which has always been a problem for him. So I, I appreciate that. Now, I'm not going to lie to you, Dom. I know you love the kid, and I root for him too, but I do think they wind up going in another direction at quarterback. We'll see. Like, you know, ultimately, you know, he's going to have a chance in the playoffs to show you, and they may not go get, you know, Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson. And he may get another year to prove whether or not you're right, and he is the guy. Yeah, I think I feel now it's like after going into this season, it was like 
what happens if we have to move on from Jalen Hurts. Now, if if we can't find a stud like Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson or something like that, you know, it's not the end of the world that you get another year of Jalen, you know, and, and see what he can really do. You know, he's still yeah. so young. Yeah, I agree with that. My, my only limitation with him is, you know, does he have an NFL arm? Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I, I look at Goddard and I look at Devontae Smith in particular, and I go, I need more out of Devontae because yeah. he's open. Oh, my play. God, is he he's open like, on every play, play, man? Like, he's a great player. The, kid, the kid's a 10-target, you know, two touchdown a game, you know, at least one touchdown a game. Yeah, 135 yards. Totally agree. Like, he's and that kind of weapon. You know? The weakness on the deep ball and the timing with the deep ball has been has right. has killed him. And you know what? It's hurt Jalen Rager too. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I agree. It's hurt Jalen Rager in a big way. I agree. So listen, the birds are in the playoffs, man. Uh, you know, no, there's not a team in the NFC playoff picture with a strength of schedule above 500, above the 50 percentile. You think we got a shot to upset one of these teams? Yeah, I mean, I, listen. Do I think you have a chance? I do. And here's why. So let's look at this for one second. Let's look at Tampa. Now, when the Eagles play Tampa that Thursday night, they really had no chance, right? But in this game, without Chris Godwin, without Leonard Fournette, with the fact that they, you know, who knows with Antonio Brown and, you know, the whole ramifications of the locker room, I mean, I got to tell you, you know, I'll take my chances against the GOAT. The GOAT won last year. <laughs> now, now, the, now, the GOAT. Gargano wants the GOAT. The goat. Uh, I'm telling you, I, I'm looking at the GOAT. I think their best chance is a letdown scenario with a depleted. Look at their defense. They're vulnerable. Tampa's defense is not that good. It's not what it was last year. You can beat that. I'm telling you, you can beat that defense. And so I look at them, and I could see Brady, and I remember the year Rodgers takes over from Favre into Super Bowl. The following year, they go 14-2. and two. They go right back. They're a one seed, right? They, the Giants beat them in the first round of the playoffs in Green Bay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eli and yep. Hail Mary at halftime. And what does that tell you? That it's hard in this league. All, listen, the Belichick, Brady in their prime, they even lost, right? Now you got Brady at this age, as great as he is, with a depleted roster and a, and a defense that's not that good. I think you got a puncher's chance. I, I think you're right, but I, I just, there's something about saying out loud, <laughs> I want to see Tom Brady in the first round of the playoffs. Say it. I just can't Say get it. it out. I can't get the words out. It's too scary. Say it, to Eric. Oh my God! Just saying, don't, don't you be want afraid him. of the goat? Listen, we know the goat's the goat. That's but true. Listen, but yeah, listen, we beat him before. Shot, beat him before. We beat, beat him, him before. Punch him in the mouth. Give me Brady. Wow! <laughs> Give me Brady <laughs> over here. Throw the throw that throw that tablet, Tom. Get mad, Tom. Oh, it, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, and and if they don't win in the first round, you know, you still got three it's first round fun. picks next year. So oh, that's right. not a bad situation to be in. And it is. I mean, that's why we should celebrate this. It's a fun ride. Oh, it's and, all gravy. Like, House money. Pre- I, that's what I'm saying. Like, listen, then you get the Rams, right? You look at the Rams, you go, I don't know, like Stafford. Uh, granted, it was Detroit, the whole thing. But Stafford's a guy that's, 
you know, eminently beatable, mm-hmm. right? I, I mean, I look at that team. They're a bit soft. A little inconsistent. No, I, I don't think it's crazy. Now, there's something about this Brady thing I keep going back to. You know, now imagine if it's the Cowboys. There's a slim, slim chance it's Dallas, and I would love oh. to grab Dallas in the playoffs. <laughs> That would be fantastic. It's real that. hard to beat a team twice right. in one year. And that I interdivisional know. stuff, ooh. Yeah, sure. That would be a fun and one. That struggle a little bit, who knows? Certainly. And you know what? I don't trust McCarthy as far as I can throw him. And he's 450 pounds. So <laughs> yep, I can't throw yep. him far. <laughs> You're right on, brother. Yeah, right man. on. Yo, what's it like to be on the other side of the microphone here? I love it. I, I just, I, you know, for me, it's just talking sports. So I love, I can do it all day long. I hear that. And I love talking to you guys. I mean, seriously, I love my Seth Philly boys. You That's it, I mean? man. Like, That's you know, it. Like, I love, I seriously, like, you made me smile. Eric, every time I see you, you make me smile. Dom, it's great to meet you. It's very nice meeting I'm you. I'm proud that you guys are, are doing this and I encourage it. And it's I a think, blast. You know, it is. It's fun because. Like, we grew up with, like, we had a passion for this, right? Like, we love it. And I, I think, you know, anybody that does this, I, 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 I'm I, just, you got, you got my heart. We'd be yeah, doing man. it at a bar in, on a Wednesday night anyway. Yeah, Might as well be recording it. <laughs> <laughs> so so we, got a, we got a question we ask every, uh, every, every guest we have on here. Shoot. We it's have a big, big debate. The big it's, one. It's, 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 you know. One of the biggest questions you may ever be asked in your life. When you get a chicken wing, do you go for the drum or do you go for the flats? Flats. Oh, yes. I, I'm, I'm oh, God. How yes, much did sir. he pay you ahead of time to say that? <laughs> this is I mean, re- I didn't even, you didn't hear me stutter. Flats <laughs> all day, baby. It's all about the flats. I've been trying to tell this guy for years. More, it's all about hey, the flat. More drums for me. Listen, I can I can eat a, you know an order for you, an order for for Ara. I'll just keep grabbing those drums all day. You got it, baby. <laughs> I'll see you at the Palladium. Hell yes, yeah! Sir. Hell yeah! <laughs> all right, and we really appreciate you coming flats. on, dude. Thank you so much. Well, what a pleasure, guys. Listen, I enjoy it. All right, because these runs are a lot of fun. So you have fun with it, man. Yes, All right. sir. I'll be listening to you guys. It was a blast, dude. Thank you. Thank you. All right, boys. There you have it. Anthony Gargano, 97.5, every day of the Gargano show from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. How Monday cool through Friday. That? How cool. Very cool, that, man. That's, that's one of those things where, you know, I, I, I would say it afterwards as I'm walking out, but how cool is that we're, we just sat here and had a conversation with a dude who talks on the radio every single day, you know, known, known across the city. And you got him on the Philly Specialist. Even though he has terrible taste in type of wings, that's, you know, he, he, nobody's perfect. You know, that's why they say never, met your, never meet your heroes. <laughs> <laughs> no, if we that, ever get Jalen Hurts on here and he says, he says flats. You're I'm converting. Gonna, I'm just going, yeah. Yeah, oh, flats. yeah, you have to convert immediately. <laughs> Wait, the funny thing he said, he, you know, he, he doesn't know what's going to happen this year, but, you know, that off chance, if, if, they, if they beat somebody – Coming out of a playoff run, you know, win that first round, you can't you can't move on from the guy. I, I don't think I don't think Jalen Hurts has to buy a beer for the rest of his life if he can if he can knock out Dallas. Well, I think Jalen Hurts has not too much to worry about in twenty twenty two because they made the playoffs and because it's such a weak quarterback class. And like like I've said all year, and like he said, and like lots of people have said, he's got more work to do. 
Mm-hmm. He's not there. Um, but, you know, a week like last week when he showed everybody a little more, he showed everybody he was a little better, you know, that kind of growth, if it can be more consistent and he can improve some of the other things. And listen, it looks like he'll have a chance to prove it, to yeah. really prove because the dude's a gamer. So easy to root for, too. Yeah, absolutely. Need it. He's a coffee bean. What does that mean? Coffee bean. Oh, the coffee bean the coffee soaks bean. it up. So, so Well, so you put a carrot in hot water, softens up. You put a, an egg in there, it gets real tense. Hard-boiled egg. A bean saturates the water, makes everything stronger around them. It's a coffee bean. So mm. Shout out. Shout out Jalen Hurts, shout out MJ for texting me. It's a, it's, a, it's a damn near year and a half old quote, and he randomly just texts me, I got to be a coffee bean. Sicka. I mean, coffee bean. I get, I understand the metaphor. It's a, it's a top tier metaphor. Yeah, that's pretty because good. Because as a man who, who uses metaphors l- fast and loose, <laughs> yeah. I am fast that's saying a mouthful. <laughs> well, I, I don't have anything else, E, unless unless you do. No, I think I think that's all we got today. So listen, make sure you guys show up. Tap room Wednesday the twelfth. I hope I'm getting that date right. It's next Wednesday. If you're listening to this Thursday, yeah, today's which Wednesday. Should be seven days. Six, seven. Six, it's the seven, fifth. Yeah, the twelfth. Yeah, Wednesday the twelfth, seven o'clock. Tap room on nineteenth. Coming out with me and Dom. Maybe, if you're lucky, you'll even get on the podcast for a few minutes. I know normally it's reserved for big shots like Anthony Anthony Gargano, but we're going to let you on. If Robbie Meat Sweat shows up, formerly known as Delco Robbie, he's getting on the podcast. I saw him on New Year's Day. Oh, I heard he was obliterated. He was walking, and he was turning down Market Street, and I said, Yo, Rob! He looked at me and put his hand up halfway, and I said, He's gone, and yeah. he didn't even like. I was like, I might have been five feet away from him, and he like looked at the distance and was like, "Too far, got to <laughs> got to keep going." There was yeah, I heard he stopped. was he was in a bad way. I yeah, heard. yeah, not like me. I was I was perfectly fine. Yeah, stuff. you look great on Two Street. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were saying, you know. Yeah, people were saying that all over. Oh, <laughs> one more thing, we want to let you guys know: uh, we are going to have a pool for uh, a bracket pool. For the playoffs, once the seeding is all done, we'll release that. Uh, it's going to be ten bucks a pool, and all the proceeds are going to go to the My winner, wallet. except oh. a little bit that we're going to use to buy promo items for this. We're, we're going to make more T-shirts. We're going to make more T-shirts. Six birds by a million. Birds by a million T-shirts coming soon. Yeah, if you voted on it today, we'll oh, see which dominant one. victory for the classic logo. Yeah, well, I'm glad because I really prefer the classic me, logo. Me too. But me it's going to be ten bucks per pool. It's going to be a bracket. You know, think your normal March Madness kind of thing. Uh, once we have all the seating, we'll set it all up. And also, we're going to allow you to refer a friend. If you refer a friend who comes and gets a pool from us, uh, we'll throw you another one for free. Hell yeah. Two chances at glory. Wow. Could, could be you. I'm going to lose 50 bucks on just sending the Eagles to the Super Bowl 50 times. Uh, five words. times. That's uh, five times. Birds by a million. Birds by a million. Thanks for listening.